Podcast. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to Timmins Podcast. My name is Timmin. I'm the host of this podcast. Actually, there's two hosts. Uh, shout out to Lincoln. He is my roommate and also co-host on this uh, fine episode. And I'm super excited to share this with you guys. Uh, I sat down with Adrian Sharp. He is a Goshen local. He I have known him for a couple years, actually. Uh, met him out, and he is just someone who is... He's a mystery, I think is the best way to say it. Um, he does a lot of lo- local things. He's he's a, uh, an artist and um, has created a lot of digital art and, and stuff that's been paraded through the town. He is a musician, and I've seen him perform at many local establishments. His... Uh, his uh, whole, all of his music is on Spotify, so I definitely say go out and take a look at it, Brides of Neptune. And um, yeah, you, I mean, you honestly, it, he, he's very approachable and uh, quirky, and just runs on a, on another level. Is is that's I think that's the best way to say it. He's just on his own level, and it's beautiful. So yeah, if you guys ever meet him, say hey, you heard him on the podcast, and you, you love him. Hopefully, you love him um, as much as I love him. So. Without further ado, Adrian Sharp. Welcome to Tim's podcast. Uh, introduce yourself. Give us give us some content. Um, just bust right in. Uh, my name is Adrian Sharp. I'm a local eccentric in Goshen. Um, I do. A lot of music and art and uh, deeply unsettling occultic themed <laughs> imagery, I guess. I, uh, I think my favorite image of yours that in my recent past is sure. the one of you and on your Facebook where you're in the masses of people. Oh, yeah. And you're yeah, just yeah. like in the, I don't know, what was it? It was a German Italian. No, it was, was, it was it? Moscow. Yeah, it Moscow. was. Yeah, yeah, I photoshopped myself onto Lenin. So it's like, it's um, beautiful. like leading some sort of revolt i think that picture sums you up really well though thank you thank you i try to be a you know a communist dictator in my daily life (laughs) yeah and the thing is um you have a a cultic following uh uh, you have a cult of followers (laughs) here in goshen oh they're not supposed to be known you know it's secret cult you know almost like a um a regime of people who call it a mystic society a mystic society (laughs) Now, yeah. how is that different than a fight club? <clears throat> oh wait, it, it, I'm just I'm just the most recent incarnation of it. You know, I mean, the leadership goes back a long, long time. <laughs> we were playing it's a, a band. I'm in Brides of Neptune. Check us out on Spotify, Brides of Neptune. Yep, yep. Um, so we were at a uh, we were doing a show a while back, and uh, I was throwing up a bunch of like just like Jay Z Illuminati hand signs and a guy came up to me afterwards and he's like you gotta be he's like was that illuminati i'm like yeah he's like you gotta be careful they're gonna get you and i'm like oh they got me a long time ago <laughs> <laughs> i love it so how long have, or so you're doing you, you're goshen eccentric you are That's you me. said um brides of neptune how did you get to goshen just tell us a little bit about that sure, and let's sure. kind of dive into some fun i stuff. grew up in new paris um, oh my and uh yeah uh 
my my dad was a elementary school principal. He was my elementary school principal, so that was kind of an interesting oh. uh, life experience. Gives you a different perspective on things growing up early, I think. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I went to school, went to college, and then I uh, went to Southern Indiana and worked for a really awful newspaper there. Shout out to the uh, Du Bois County Daily Herald. And <laughs> no, way. that I'm just surprised. sounds awful. Oh yeah. my goodness gracious! My boss was, she was cruel. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what'd uh, you do for the newspaper? I was like a reporter, which okay. is just a bizarre thing. But uh, I don't mean to like call. It. Normally, like I've had, I've had good bosses and I've had bad bosses. She was in that second camp. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'll, I'll call out, I'll call out the organization. I won't call her out personally, yeah. but <laughs> maybe she'll should. hear this like you know down in the future and see for lime like limation. Oh, she like, knows she's a bad person. Bad you just got to meet her. You don't even have to meet her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so she was the main problem with it. But anyway, I moved on from that and yeah. um, and uh, went to South Bend and then uh, came here. So I, I'm pretty uh, pretty much hometown sort of person. Yeah, this is my country. It is now yeah. the eccentricness of Goshen. Absolutely, well. yeah. When I think Goshen too, I think of a couple of different people, but you're one of the people that pop up in my mind. Thank you, uh, Jesse Soulsuits. Of course, because he's just like a Goshen anchor. You're a Goshen anchor. Oh, um, I'm much Jeremy. lazier than he is. I assure you. Oh, uh, you, you, everyone has their own uniqueness, and I love. I guess. It. <laughs> no, it's great. He can do anything, though. He's like he's like brilliant. Yeah, he um, is a he can. I'm just a, I'm just a charlatan. You're creative beyond out the wall. You're very creative. Oh, so you're doing you. you're doing Brides of Neptune. Mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of your artwork, the yeah, Facebook yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, you do creative design or uh, uh, yeah, creative design. Yeah, uh, graphic design. Graphic design. Um, yeah. I'm I'm a dungeon master for mm-hmm. a uh, for a Dungeons and Dragons group in town. Uh, that's kind of a, a passion of mine as just well. Creating the world and oh, creating the world and just like uh, I don't do it's it's funny though I don't do like accents or voices so I just as part of like the rules of the world I say that there's something strange about the atmosphere that makes it so that everyone in the world has a deep and sonorous voice you know. <laughs> <laughs> That everyone has it is, it is yeah like, yeah so even little kids you know yeah very deep the birds so have deep sonorous voices <laughs> so what'd you go to school for i did a uh, graphic design and journalism my grandpa had okay. been a um a newspaper reporter for a lot of years in um at the paper in warsaw and uh, i didn't know what i wanted to do both my parents were in education but i didn't really want to do that so um i don't know i just did that i did studied journalism for a while and realized that there was like no future in it which i learned later on as well yeah. but i did a double major then with uh, graphic design and so that really kind of saved uh mm, saved yeah. the way of making money and not having to live in dubois uh, county indiana not dubois <laughs> by the way do du, du, du boys du boys oh yeah it hurts rough. the mouth yeah, <laughs> yeah i don't this. i don't think those Letter God, I feel like such an elitist when I say that too. I'm sorry, but I just oh, I, I was not meant for it, and it was not meant for me. You know, yeah. So how long were you there? Uh, I was there for a year and a half. I'm sure they were just as happy for me to leave as I yeah. was to. to yeah. To when leave. you're not in this friction, and you're yeah, like, I, it wasn't my place, and I I didn't belong there. So. so you came up to South Bend. What'd you do in South Bend? Same journalism type stuff. Oh uh, no, I I uh, worked for a uh, a sign company, North American Signs, and this is how old I am, and but. Uh, our biggest uh, client, twenty-three guys. Oh yeah, I'm, not, I'm only nineteen. Yeah, <laughs> so let's see, this would have been two thousand nine. So, so I got this job when I was nine. Yeah, uh, 
so I got a job at North American Signs, and uh, our biggest client at the time uh, was was Wachovia, which was the first bank to fall in the in the in the crisis. So over the course of like the two crisis week, for what Ooh, the COVID. financial crisis really yeah. So over the course of like two weeks, I lost my job. My girlfriend dumped me and moved to Chicago, and my car broke down. It oh, was just geez. like. My... Have you thought about writing a country song about that? No, no. It's, it seems like a country <laughs> song, man. I, all this, all the country songs we do are about like the devil. So yeah, did your dog die too? Or... I didn't have a dog, so I guess that, even, <laughs> that I was one, I was one step sad. ahead of it. Yeah. Then wasn't I? Yeah. Imaginary friend or something? Yeah, just put something in there. I, I'm sure I could throw something in there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. So yeah, then that probably pushed you back to to a place where you know you knew this was familiar. Well, I, was... I held on to the. I stayed in South Bend. Um, I got a job then at the uh, at the welfare office. I won't say in what city, um, but uh, <laughs> they were. Uh... <laughs> Did you just say you're staying in South Bend? Uh, so other than South Bend, it wasn't it, in South Bend. It was a Northern Indiana city. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yep. yep. <laughs> and uh, uh, yeah, so like it was the. Um, it was like the depths of the you mm-hmm. know, recession, and uh, so me being trying to be a resourceful individual, I was looking around, and they were business was a booming man. So yeah, for the welfare yeah. office, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, busy all the job time. Job security, yeah. So like I I got laid off, and then you know from the um, sign place, and then like I don't know a month later, I was a caseworker, you know, with people sitting across the desk from me. Oh, that much like this, except you aren't like. Asking for food stamps in Tana. Oh, we'll, uh, we'll see where this goes. <laughs> I imagine we will be asking for okay. food stamps by the end of this. Okay. <laughs> Some government assistance. Uh, uh. assistance. So, how, were they just hiring and, and you put in an application? How did you get that? Because usually you have to have oh, some I, sort I, of background. I sought it out, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I was looking around and seeing that a lot of people... I, I first thought I was going to apply at the unemployment office. Because mm-hmm. I was like, well, a lot of people, everybody's filing for unemployment. Yeah. But uh, at that time, well, I think that it's mostly like, my understanding is it's mostly automated. What they were hiring for was for uh, food stamps, TANF, Medicaid, Medi- um, uh, like, uh, yeah. not, not Medicare, though. That's a totally different thing. Not Social Security, either. That's a different office. But we were like, we shared an office with a Child Protective Services thing. And man, Oof. you see some stuff you should never see, yeah. you know. You see some ugly, ugliness. Some dark, nasty. Oh, ones, absolutely, yeah. man. And like, it, it is the kids that it's the worst. You know, like you feel bad. You know, you you get to a certain age though, and it there is agency involved. But when it's kids, man, ugh. yeah. And how, especially in like custody, how people like use a kid for like, you know, just to, just to like out of spite or out of a desire for power. It's mainly power. I mean, people say all oh, the like money or whatever, but it's it's more more about like power and like. You know, causing harm to <laughs> someone who to, you used to love anyway, or actually pretended to love. You know, yeah. Well, then you probably see also like addictions and bad stuff that just oh, take oh, take yeah. people away from their kids, and they just they don't have well mental illness too, yeah. and and like the infrastructure yeah. for someone who's who's just trying to get by. I mean, it, it's easy to see how, especially someone coming from you know a working class background, how they could end up and just like you know fall into the system. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot easier than you'd think. Yeah. <laughs> Especially here where we're at, there are no resources. Like, there aren't any real resources for people who try to yeah. get back on their feet, or at least not good enough resources. I, I mean, it's... Funding it goes to different things. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so, yeah. So. That's crazy. Well, and we, I know in 2009, 2008, 2009, a lot of people were unemployed. Just regular middle-class oh, yeah. people... 
all got hit with with a lot of stuff. And a lot of them were entering into the system for the first time, and um, it was like it, it leads to like despair. And so again, you get back mm-hmm. to like the mental thing, and you're not you're not playing with your best deck, you know. Yeah. Um, people freaking out. How am I gonna you know take care of my kids? You know, you lose all your insurance, and suddenly yeah. you and the house that you've been paying off for whatever. Yeah. And yeah, you have to yeah, cash yeah, out yeah. this thing, and deal with that, and you just can't see it flow. You always though you will. It's it's funny though. You will run into like that's most people, but like sometimes you will run into like opportunistic people, especially when you get into like generational stuff where there's like all. If you play it right, there are these like perverse incentives of like gaming. The system. I, I mean, that's yeah. that's the term, is it, but it's it's you can you can set it up in such a way where, but you're selling yourself short though is the thing. It's yeah. like you can if you if people who are really kind of that villainous sort that this they can figure out and do that. They can figure the that one out that, a lot. The one things. that the hard right always points to would say, yeah. you know, it's, they're all yeah. like that. It ain't, it ain't like that. But the, yeah. there are a, a handful who are, and they're smart people. It's like if you would only just. Like a planet, yeah. <laughs> engineering yeah. or something. Yeah, there's <laughs> there's a different thing that goes with that though, because that I don't want to call it laziness. I don't mm. I don't I don't think mm. it's laziness because in order to do that you're not a lazy person. But in the application of that intelligence, it's just misguided. Yeah, it's yeah. I know what you guys are saying. Very interesting. Yeah, it was. Um, I still dream about that place, man. How long did you work there? I worked there for a year and a half. That's a long time at that job. Well, it was the only thing going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, especially around here. <laughs> yeah. Well, the first the first day that anything popped up, I got a job at a this really really bad T-shirt place in uh, I won't say the city again. I won't say the name of the guy. <laughs> yeah, but he was. Is he selling business? Uh, last I heard, he was selling T-shirts out of his uh, out of his garage. Nice. So yeah. We used to print a bunch of stuff. Uh, his wife had been the one that started the business, and she knew what she was doing. But then this guy comes along, and, um, well, he, he was part of the partnership. And uh, the marriage ended. He got the business, and it took him about a decade to run it straight into the ground. Oh. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ugh. But uh, he would scream at people. <laughs> but but I, I laugh because he was... I'm 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 five seven. I'm not a tall guy, but he was significantly shorter than me and had a pronounced stutter. <laughs> so it was like being shouted at. I don't even know by like you know. I've been watching a lot of Disenchantment by like Elfo. If yeah. he had a stutter. Yeah. Elfo from Disenchantment. So this is like short little guy just. Yeah. Stuttering as he's going. Yeah, 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 yeah. I watched and, the newest well, season of Disenchantment. Oh, it's so it good! It's so good! Yeah, so yeah. Good. But like he. Got to the point, so one time he likes, he he was screaming at me so loudly, that he, well he picked up a ruler and slammed it on the table and broke the ruler, and I'm like, I think I just, I walked out that day, and then he had like, the secretary like call me back, poorly, <laughs> you know? yeah. um, but it got to the point where I had to show him like proof, like proofs of like the, the t-shirt art or whatever mm-hmm. it was. And I knew that every single time I would show it to him, he was going to tear it up and throw it at me. So I started printing two copies of it, <laughs> knowing that I would, do, I was just going to have one thrown at me. <laughs> oh my gosh! 
So in the category of good boss, bad boss, what would you do that? <laughs> <laughs> well, you learn. You learn from that. I think that, that those sorts of things, it's, it's, almost, it's almost more valuable than having a good boss because you realize what you don't want to be. Mm. You know? yeah. This character trait is something I don't ever want to be around yeah. again. Oh, absolutely. And yeah. I, don't, I don't want to implement this in my life either. So. Well, and I've had instances where, where they don't know this guy, but people have referenced you know that trait or something like that in, in me, and that is enough to like break yeah. it. And mm-hmm. I'm like... Who am I? What have I become? You know. Yeah. Um, yeah why am I throwing and breaking rulers? Throwing. No, no. <laughs> what am I doing? I, 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 I don't. To? <laughs> even I don't have quite that flair for the dramatic. You know, yeah. But, yeah. That's crazy. Mm. So you, that sounds like that was a very rough time. Oh sure, for sure. sure. And and then you somehow ended back up in Ghost. Did you just decide? Did you get a job? Where you I did. For yeah, a job, yeah. Uh, a friend of the family had an opening at. I work on. RV place. I don't know if I said that. It's yeah, yeah. and uh, it's it's one of the yeah. RV places in this. It, it place. Is, yes, it is a, yeah, a major <laughs> RV company. Yes, yeah. Yeah. but uh, no, it's been great. I've been there uh, going on wow, going on nine years. So I was uh, let's see, I was ten when I started there because I'm nineteen <laughs> now. So. So how do you feel about child labor? <laughs> a big proponent. I think, it, I think it's, it's it's great for exper- the experience. Yeah, absolutely. The experience of, of laboring as a child, I think, is just invaluable. It's <laughs> yeah. crazy. Uh, wasting the time, you know. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, Fortnite, with Minecraft yeah. or whatever right, it is, exactly. you know, Fortnite. Yeah, yeah. yeah Robobox. You're you're going to work for Disney Plus six nine hours a day. Spot you're, welding, you know. <laughs> you're making three. Four dollars an hour. <laughs> you're really just—it's a good gig. Yeah, running kid. like these massive sewing machines and like these cutters and stuff. You know, you're like cutting off pieces of everything. Well, yeah, you've your got own eight, clothing eight and a half and fingers <laughs> left. It's—it's it's fine. You got yeah. ten to start with. It. It's, yeah. That's enough. Yeah, yeah. Supposed to <laughs> that's crazy. And then from there, that's kind of where you just really fell into the the creative. Does I mean you were doing that beforehand too? I, I was, yeah. But that's really been kind of like my—I uh, don't know. It's 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 wonderful when you when Part of, as I enter into my 20s, being that I'm still a teenager. <laughs> as you come into age, yeah. I yeah, hate yeah. to say as I'm getting older, but you know, <laughs> yeah. as, as I'm getting older, you start to realize like where the walls of your life are at and like how, how to, um, how to, you know, where to sort of, I guess, how you could say, like build your garden, you know, rather than just rushing around and running around crossing the continent trying to find it, you yeah. know, if you don't have that piece in your own heart, well, you ain't gonna find it there. So really, this is where I've I've seen like this is where the walls of my life are at, and this is where I, you know this is who I am. No, you're fine. Yeah, <laughs> this no. is who I am. So, so that's interesting. So you kind of have like so I see you out. Mm-hmm. I've seen you out. That's kind of how we met. Yeah, I have still a picture on my Snapchat of you dressed up as Julius Caesar. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. At, the, at the Springs. But so like you you have almost like a set kind of rhythm here in Goshen. Absolutely, yeah, I'm a creature of habit. So if I ever you know committed a crime they'd be able to find me like immediately <laughs> have you ever committed a crime? i've, I've oh, tried not yeah. to yeah yeah they'd yeah. find me immediately <laughs> i like that so trivia night dungeons and dragons yeah, yeah like what is your typical what are you doing in the in the week here like what's your kind of you live in 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 you build your garden here is it, <laughs> yeah you know what weekends and and different things you have set different things that you do and Part of that's probably Bride of Neptune as well, because you guys are yeah. We don't we don't and... we haven't played as much as as I'd like to. Just um, well, uh, two of the members are also with uh, uh, Mitch McLean's uh, group, McLean and Company. So uh, the bass player and the banjo player are both uh, with them. So that kind of like 
it's cut back a little bit on our practice time and on that because they've been really hitting it hard. Well, yeah. I think they're slowing down now, but this summer they were like every single weekend running mm-hmm. around all over the place. So. That's cool, though. It is, yeah. yeah. And you've done that as well. Yeah. Price Neptune's been in a lot of different places as well. Well, when I was with uh, Tumbleweed Jumpers uh, yep. a few years back, yeah, I was, it was every weekend. I was doing my little uh, concertina on my washboard and dancing around and, you know, shaking the old money maker. <laughs> <laughs> And there's been multiple times I've seen you without a shirt, just <laughs> rocking out. It's beautiful. It's oh, beautiful. you're sweet. You're sweet. Yeah. This uh, is gonna be like just a, <laughs> a love fest over here. A love fest. Over I've been here. doing. I've been doing. Uh, I've been doing crunches and planks every day. So that's uh, it's been cutting back. I haven't been cutting back on the drinking though. So that's probably gonna be well. Trying to get wash. those uh, those washboard abs underneath uh, that washboard that you play. I'm uh, trying yeah. to do something, I guess. Yeah, okay. it's it's uh, it's been a slow process with uh, with drinking. Though. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's saying anything about not drinking. I just want to make that clear. Yeah, yeah. Moderation, <laughs> but you gotta find your moderation. Uh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all well, it's not, it's not that I drink a lot. It's that I just drink frequently. Yeah. Know? That's yeah. that's the problem. Consistently, that's my problem. Consi- I have, I have yeah. a, a great deal of consistency in life. Yeah, you're a creature of habit. You what got can I routine. say? Well, I yeah. certainly have that habit. Mm. Yeah. So what, what? I'd like to tell the audience right now that Adrian has an open bottle of gin in front of him, <laughs> <laughs> and, and a monster too. I gotta, <laughs> gotta balance it out. It's a good balance. Um, so so what what? Tell me how like Brides of Neptune came about. So Tumbleweed Jumpers as well, mm-hmm. and then what role do you play in Brides of Neptune? Sure, uh, um, but just kind of say, tell me like about. I've been in Tumbleweed Jumpers for a while, so it's changed a lot. Uh, that's always been kind of Scott Layman's baby, right there. Yep. Uh, other than his two, actual his, his two fi- uh, children of his of his physical children, but <laughs> <laughs> this is like his one of his spiritual children. Um, yeah, yeah, I was part of that for oh god, like two years. And uh, they brought you in to do what? Play the washboard? And I was I was doing concertina and washboard, and it was mainly just a friends thing. And uh, I would I was always just like a performer. I dance around and do silly stuff. And it was a big group, uh, and there were a lot of different kind of views on what direction it should go. You know, you had a lot of songwriters. I I'm not really a songwriter, but I'm more of like a I'm a performer, and uh, I always wanted the spotlight. I always wanted to be in the center of everything. And you, when you when you have a lot of creative people and something, they all want to be in the center of everything. Yeah. Or yeah. at least they don't want me to be in the center of everything. <laughs> I guess that was the problem. <laughs> but no, we're on we're all on good terms. We were all you yeah. know good friends. You all saw you saw, and so then that's when you decided to do Brides and Neptune. Yeah, yeah. I um just uh, met some people in town who had kind of similar taste with uh, with folk music. I really like kind of the the um, lyrically like uh, like metal music. Um, and especially like the really like sort of uh, uh, satanic elements of it. <laughs> and you, and I, <laughs> that's what I was gonna ask you. So, yeah. So um, satanic elements. I love it. Can you give us an example? Uh, sure, sure. So uh, with like Iron Maiden, um, with six six six, the number of the beast. There's part of it where it talks about. Um, Torches blazed, uh, sacred chants are praised. The, w- the ritual has begun. Begun. Satan's work is done. Wow, be done. I've been. I've been drinking. Um, so what I'll. I really like that imagery, but I'll. It reminds me always a little bit of like the sacrifice of Isaac. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like uh, daggers raised, daggers raised to the sky. Uh, my beloved son, you are the sacrifice. You know, 
yeah, that is a very that's a huge that's a picture right there. Yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah. Or like I'll steal from I, I mean I just steal from all over the place. So in that same that's we do a, a song that's on Spotify called uh, uh, the Cannonball, and uh, lyrics have changed over time. But one of them we're doing now, which I think is kind of interesting, stolen from Leonard Cohen, of course, uh, is. Uh, <laughs> I put myself on the spot. This is like an unforced <laughs> error. Right here. Uh, they're lining up the prisoners, and the guards are taking aim. But it was written in the scriptures, and it's not some idle claim. I really like that imagery there. That it's written in the scriptures, and it's not it's some, some idle, idle claim. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're painting a word picture. Well, I was. I, I went down. Okay. So I went down to St. Augustine, Florida with a bunch of friends this past winter, and uh, there's this old Spanish fort there, and uh, we were just walking around kind of the perimeter of it, and we saw all these tiny, like, holes in, in the wall at one part. There wasn't cannonballs. It was musket shots. Oh. So the idea of they're lining up the prisoners and the guards are taking aim. So that brings you back to St. Augustine. Oh, absolutely, and yeah. Back to when that happened, and yeah. just the whole idea of... So it's like, does anyone else here want to question my authority today? There's <laughs> this yeah. picture like the captain of the fort, you know, saying, you know, fire. Well, scary stuff. <laughs> yeah, no, that is. that is. That is a little, that's dark. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and uh, you told us last time we hung out and we were here, you told us about um, the stripper pole song. Oh, that yeah. That like blew my mind. Oh, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That blew my freaking mind. Like, yeah, so there's a song, on which is also on Spotify, No More Stripper Pole For Me. Um, it's a, it's a no more, no song. more. Uh, and it's uh, No More Make It Rain On Me No More, No More Private Dance For Me As Long As I Shall Live. So the song... Ha- it's, okay, so <laughs> it has a common ancestor with Bob Dylan's "Blowing in the Wind." They're based on a song called "No More Auction Block for Me," which was about you know no more auction block for me, no more. Well, it was about yes. being enslaved and how it was just this person is is not going to take it anymore. And so I saw that and thought about a friend of mine who had worked as a dancer for a while and just the objectification and and really the sort of the. This isn't true for everybody, but it was true for her that like mm-hmm. there was She's enslaved uh, by it. In a well, way. there was there was certainly a difficulty in getting out of it, and yeah. uh, and a, a, a strong sense of freedom once once she had. So, yeah, wow. yeah. So I was like trying mixing the two ideas of objectification of people. Into now, song. if you say it, it kind of kills the vibe of this. No, it's a <laughs> wonderful song because now yeah. that I listen to it, there's a deeper level. Absolutely, too. yeah, yeah. And, you know, on the base level, it's hilarious. Yeah, people just think it's it's a novelty song or whatever, but it, it, it there is more to it. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. Did you? So here's my question: Did you create this? Was this all part of your just inspiration and then bubble forth? Or? Well, I'd heard the song um, "No More Auction Block," and yeah. I I thought that it sort of applied. With the idea of the objectification of people. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Thank so, you, thank you. Thank no, you. it's great. It's brilliant. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. It's, a, it's a deeper level. And again, then when you're performing it, it adds another level to it. So, like, shout out to Goshen Brewing Co. When you go on <laughs> Wednesday nights or Sundays or whenever you guys perform every once in a while, yeah. it's, it's it's a beautiful time. Yeah, yeah, we have uh, we have a lot of fun. Good people with uh, with Matt and Aaron. So yeah. Matt Puro and Aaron Floyd. There are your other band members. Yeah, and, uh, and Nick Leatherman as well. He's on bass. And yes. uh, Chris Beachy when he gets a chance to on banjo. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's a nice little medley of people. It is. It is. And uh, I say that we're, our music is like uh, Woody Guthrie disguised. No. Oh, 
screwed it up. I screwed it up. I, that, was, <laughs> that was another unforced error. It's uh, it's Weird Al Yankovic disguised as Woody Guthrie. So yeah, yeah, with, yeah. Like it's... with like devil horns on us. <laughs> what what do you do? You, so does that all kind of stem from your just uh, a intense love of of like kind of metal and that that type of stuff? Or is well, it's a, a mixture. Of... It's 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 a mixture of just like uh, really sort of occultic uh, imagery with folk music which tends to be so benign um okay i'll tell you i'll tell you this one so growing up i grew up in new paris which is pretty quiet i think there's, there's maybe yeah maybe two thousand people there yeah know. on a good day yeah so there's this area outside of town called uh called boehner town yeah and uh there had been a native village there um a long long time ago uh but I'm trying to think of it. That doesn't tie into the story, although I wish it did. <laughs> yeah. So we always heard, we always heard that there were occultists that would hang out in this back area of it. There had been, during the 1930s, they built up this like uh, hydroelectric plant. And it burned down, and all that's left of it is just kind of this like stone platform. Yeah. Concrete slab. Yeah, like a yep. slab. So that was supposed to be the satanic altar. Mm-hmm. That was, you know, that all the uh, all the kids and occultists would go, and they said that sometimes on some nights they were even able to summon demons. This is like like grown ups, like respectable adults, <laughs> honorable people telling us these things. So wow. the, the notion, I never really believed it, but I kind of hoped that it was real. Mm-hmm. The the notion that that there was in our boring, you know, safe town that on the edge of it there was this gateway to the other world and that it could be uh, a source of elemental evil you know or, yeah. or just unknown curiosities something out of the norm absolutely yeah and uh some friends of mine they were in ireland uh, a ways back and they said that a lot of like the villages and towns will have a similar thing whether it's like a like a like a grove of trees or a cave or a formation of rocks that's supposed to be a gateway to like the fairy world interesting do you think that's like just kind of based out of like, hey, don't go wander over there, stay within yeah. the safe zone, be part of the community? Because if you're outside the community, then you'll get snatched up by demons or fairies or, you know, because like that Bannertown is outside of the city limits. I've heard that with other people, and it's yeah. outside of the safety of the town. You know. Well, I think it was also just maybe some of the teenagers were telling that to the younger kids so that they could, you know, go out there and smoke weed and, I don't know, yeah, bang each other, blow each other, whatever they're doing, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I've, I've walked back there. And there's Not been, to the younger kids, I'm saying to each... Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The consensual... Yeah, yeah, yes, yes, yes. Uh, they're they're yeah. all of, of, of total uh, age, and yeah. they're all, yeah. yeah. I, was, I was never in it. <laughs> yeah. I was never cool enough to be in any of that. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably a good thing. Oh God! Now I'm like I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> but I I I have heard that. Um, what? Well, so I went back there. I've been back there because our parents lived over by the airport. Oh okay, so sure. Like right on forty two right, there. Or? On four, so there's on forty. Okay. Between forty two and forty. Yeah, another place. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So the airport's here. They're not across thirty three. Sure. There was a whole subdivision. Sure. So I would go back there, and um, there you would walk down these steps that go towards the, the hydroelectric plant, and mm. there would be Latin always written. Oh, on. of course. Yeah, and you're like, ooh, what does this mean? So I looked up the Latin, mm. and I was like probably 15, and it says, now enter the underworld, or something like that. <laughs> it was something like that. And so I've always thought that there was something like kind of creepy over that way. Well, they should have asked me what to write. I would have written something better. But again, I was never cool <laughs> enough to go there, so. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, but, uh, that's crazy. So that kind of piqued your interest, and you've just kind of followed that that interest for a while, and you, you like to incorporate that and put those threads into your music. Absolutely, and and a lot of times, like with uh with with Bible references too. There's there's so much darkness that's in there that didn't quite make it into like the Veggie Tale stories, you know. Yeah. So yeah, uh, you know. No, it is that yeah. Um, there's a lot, to, a lot of depth. Like there's a lot of Bible stories you look at and you're like, whoa, jeez. Like the dude's smashing this girl, pulls out and drops his load on the ground. Like that is a literal. So there's a, there's a <laughs> that's a literal story. And like you know, that's a, not Veggie Tales. There's a business in our in, in our area, or it's called a, it's a Cummins, I think it is, which yeah. is like a is like a like a generator company. Yeah. And one of like the subgroups is called Onan, and that was the the guy. Who who uh, who who spilled his seed on the ground was Onan. So the fact that it's called Cummins and Onan, somebody is. I hope it's a sense of humor. <laughs> yeah. I, that would be like what I would name. It's like a deep level of. Yeah, I would. I would be like. I bet no one else will see this, and if they do, then they are truly worthy. Yeah. Yeah. And you have, it's you have so to that know I'm a truly, lot. You have to know a lot of things to get that joke. Well, you you have to know the Bible and also uh, generators. In diesel engines, <laughs> diesel in the Bible, yeah. <laughs> so uh, maybe, maybe it's not so deep. It's a know. specific market. I'll give you that. Uh, what? So what? Um, I mean, we and you like because you're telling me about your, um, you know, you're part of a you're part of a church. And I you am. Do yes, different yeah. things like that. So what? You're also drawn to that at some level too. The sure, spiritual sure. aspect of things. Yeah. Oh. And so. Yeah, like what has that tied, has that played into your life for a long oh, time? Oh, absolutely, well? yeah, yeah, definitely. And I mean, it. Uh, we played at one time at this like coffee shop, and uh, yeah. is it Fort Wayne? No, no, no it was yeah. in South Bend. Okay, <laughs> and uh, it was like a showcase for Christian singer songwriters, and I said I also am a Christian singer songwriter. <laughs> 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 That's the bro. I know, right? I know. So. How was that? And how'd that go? Yeah. yeah. Um, Did you take your shirt off? No, I didn't. Oh. <laughs> but I, I felt like it went. I mean, I, I'm really bad with having like um, attention span with stuff anyway. But it was what I was expecting. Yeah. And probably what you're that's, picturing. As that's well. a really nice and way then of us, saying that. Yeah. yeah. And then us, where it's like, well, this is one of these. Is there was us and there was you know everybody else. else yeah. Which, for the better, I don't know that they were necessarily expecting it, and I don't know that we were necessarily <laughs> Ready the, the best that. fit for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You weren't cookie cutter. No, no. Yeah, that's crazy. That's very interesting. That's very interesting. Yeah, I could see how that would be a uh, learning experience for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny because, like, okay, so I'll tell you, like, with the. Uh, a lot of times with with folk music or with you know I hate the word like Americana, uh, people tend to come from like a Baptist background or an evangelical background. And that is that is not mine at all. Mine is uh, Greek Orthodox. My my dad is I think he would, he would say he's Lutheran. It isn't. He attends a different church, but it, but my mom's Greek Orthodox, and uh, the the mindset and like the music and everything. Um, is very very different from you know when you think of like take me to church and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, so, yeah. So I it's think it's not this like Christian contemporary music. No, kind of, no, no. You're and worshiping on a different level. So when we do the uh, God has a kingdom, but the devil has a kingdom too. Like that, that is not a part of what I come from. 
Uh, and growing up too, it was really interesting because there'd be like, uh, it was at the height of the left behind thing, Yeah. which since I'm 19, that would have been about, you know, like 2017. Last year, there's going to be a movie coming out this year. Yeah. And again, that was, that was another thing where there was like respectable adults telling us, you know, the world was about to end. I'm like, this is, this is so silly. And the kids were all like so serious and you had to be like, careful what you said. To certain people, okay, I'll tell you. I'll tell you a good one. Yes. To sum up the experience of that, I can. There, there is, there is profanity in the joke. So, okay, uh, <laughs> so uh, in high school, um, I this is this is sort of to sum up the mind of, of, of the, the time, the zeitgeist, or whatever. So in high school, I, I uh, dropped a book on my foot and I said the word fuck, and the girl at the locker next to mine told me that I should never take the Lord's name in vain. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that kind of sums up the... See with the Fairfield? Yes. You're saying? <laughs> <laughs> I did, I did, yes. yes. That's crazy. That's funny. But that, that wasn't... It, I, I say it sums up the mind, but I mean, that not yeah. everybody was like that, but there was this very prevailing, like, um, that sort of these evangelical churches were kind of at the center of, of social life. So to you know go out and have fun even like musical stuff it was funny because it was uh, a lot of the the high school music things revolved around various you know evangelical churches mm-hmm. yeah so that's weird it is it is yeah. it is at the time it was just you know life but looking back on it it was so counterintuitive to you know what up you know, the rest of the world, I guess Goshen is a special place. <laughs> yeah. You still see those threads. I mean, I, th- I think it's still part mm-hmm. of Goshen on a level. And I think that comes from the Amish. I think um, it comes like that religious. I, Man, I think not totally. I think though. you're, I mean, I think you're half right. That's, that's pretty common with just like very evangelical areas where yeah. like the rock band comes to the church to play and say, sure. Like, the bar. like that's, yeah. I, I don't know if that's I'm necessarily. I wouldn't say that Amish. Amish. Yeah, I yeah. just think the the. Well, Men- Mennonite is still very much like the uh, the old families in Goshen, for as yeah. old as they are, um, uh, are all you know liberal Mennonite is kind of the um, establishment. Yeah, and I, yeah, I, definitely. I don't like the I guess for, the, for lack of a better word like the nobles of of the town. Um, they can date back to you know the first settlers. Uh, I don't think it's a bad thing. I think I think it's good, and I think that you see a lot of social responsibility from them. That they want uh, what's good for Goshen is good for them. Um, there have yeah. been other places. I'm thinking specifically in like South Bend, where people had money just you know left. Yeah, and that never happened here. You know, people were loyal to mm-hmm. the town, and I think that you that that is truly like a, a mark of of Goshen is is the sense of the the common good. I think so too. It's very unique that Goshen. Goshen is not like any other small town in Indiana. Or the California of Indiana. We want everybody to know how special we are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would definitely, from someone who's, I've lived in a couple of small Indiana towns and, and been to a couple more, and Goshen's very different. Yeah, it is unique. And there's an emphasis and we on... We want everybody to know how special we are. <laughs> we do, yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. I know I do. I want yeah. everybody to know how special I am. I, I rep it. <laughs> I rep Goshen hard because of the, how unique it is. And, yeah. And the, the place it is. And it's, it is. There's like, there has been a... Uh, a plan and a forethought that other cities haven't had. Well, and the like the progressive parties that that uh, that I, I've done for a long time, especially you know like the Halloween ones. Yeah. Those are the big ones. Yeah. And the idea that these are kind of more or less open, um, and that you're going to somebody's house you might not even know, 
Um, yeah. But there's there's so much goodwill and so much uh, community that uh, you know you don't see people you know like stealing or I don't know throwing up on people's yeah. couches or I guess if they do then they feel guilty about it or <laughs> they do they do <laughs> but uh, they feel guilty yeah. no yeah, yeah but I mean we had uh, 50 at the last one that was like and it's just it's a lot of people parading around without a permit, you know, uh, in, in silly costumes. You talked about the Julius Caesar one that was from yeah. one of those. And it was actually Pontius Pilate. Pontius Pilate. I'm that's sorry. To be Pontius yeah, I'm Pilate. Sorry. Yeah. 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 So that's what the image is like burned in my mind. <laughs> Pontius Pilate. That makes a little more sense. That's that biblical reference. Oh, you know, you know. Yeah. 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 He did not kill Jesus. Just no. Facilitated. I washed. I, I did wash my hands. Yeah. So don't worry. I washed my hands. It's. Uh. <laughs> is there a big like greek orthodox community here uh okay so there's three orthodox churches there's uh i mean two of them are have been around for oh, 70 years 60 years so there's a ukrainian one and a russian one they're actually just yeah. across the street from each other on the north side oh, yeah, and I then i'll call the, the one that i belong to it's uh, saint mary's I'll, I'll call it like an american orthodox church okay and uh yeah we're we're doing we're doing good a lot of young families and a lot of um I don't know, just uh, when my mom started going to this one, uh, there were probably 12 people, and they were all probably over the age of 50, yeah. and now that's that's not the case. So it's, 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 good, it's good to be a part of something and to see it like grow and to see it. It's, your, it's another community inside of a community. Absolutely, It's yeah. a totally different community than Goshen, too. It it's is, it is, and it's um, <clears throat> when you're, you know, if you go there and, you know, so... I'll, I'll say it. So there's like an in Byzantine chant, is, which is what we do. Uh, it's, I guess the closest thing would be like Gregorian chant, but it's not like that. But that would be like the closest thing that it's mm. to. Uh, there are two people in Goshen that can do it. I'll say that. There's two people in Goshen that can do it. And of course, I'm one of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's taken years and I'm still learning it. So it's, it's one of those things where you can't just like, uh, it's not a math problem. It's something you got to like hold in your heart, you know. Yeah, and, and pursue when, it and want it. Yeah, and when people are like, "Oh yeah, the, uh, you know, I want my kid to learn how to do this," it's like they got to have that fire before. Yeah, you can't just force them to take piano lessons, and then now they know this. Chance. It's a bit more yeah. than that. Yeah, yeah. they want would, it. Would you liken it to speaking in tongues a little bit? <laughs> what? Would you liken it to speaking in tongues a little bit? Well, there's some of. I mean, like we the, do some of it in in. I mean, in Slavonic or in mm -hmm. in Greek. You said it takes like a long time to learn. You have to have a fire inside. You made it sound like something. Oh, else. I don't, not I don't. not Pentecostal, but a little, a little. Uh, I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> yeah, no. Well, idea. At, at I'm the, trying to understand what you're. If saying. you want to hear it spoken in tongues, you can go to the Ukrainian one or to the Russian one. They do it in. They do, <laughs> they it, do it as well. Yeah, they do it in same type of Byzantine chants. Uh, no, they do. Uh, well, Russian they, chants. Yeah, it's sort of Russian style, and they they do it all in in. Um, Ukrainian or well in the Ukrainian one they do it in Ukrainian but in, in uh, the Russian one they do it in, in something called Slavonic which is like a it's complicated but it maybe it'd be like the King James English okay like something something like that old English for it the would old, be old Russian, Russian. Yeah, yeah that makes sense that's my um, uh, uh, neighborhood growing up in Goshen was Ukrainian oh, yeah. I did go to that Ukrainian Orthodox oh, yeah. you see they're it? very large they're a very large church um, um, at one point I don't know if it's so much the younger generation who's kind of assimilated now into here. It's, it's complicated because with, with you, when you say Ukrainian church, there were a lot of Baptists actually that came over. Um, they were able to get asylum because they claimed persecution under 
well, obviously Stalin, but I think it was like Brezhnev. I can't remember when they came over, but there was a huge amount of them, and then they kind of like assimilated. Um, so, yeah, I could see how there were, there were many more. Probably in the, in the 70s was probably the peak of it. Really? Yeah. Probably. We'd have to ask around. Yeah. Don't be like, Adrian told me that. Yeah. <laughs> in the 70s. Well, I know that my neighbors, they had kids my age, mm-hmm. and they had came because they had family members who were here, too. Oh, so yeah. that brought more immigrants. Sure. That's just a, a testament to Goshen's ability to have multiple different types of immigrants. Like well, we have. And, and with you with with Ukraine, like, uh, I mean, a lot of Mennonites would have had connections there, so they may have had family that was Mennonite. Although it's not likely, but there would have been some Ukraine connection there. Goshen connection because a lot of them did come from Eastern Europe via well, sort of a circuitous route but yeah yeah well I've so I mean living in Goshen I've talked to many of the established Mennonites mm-hmm. who are here and they they tell they have a history of when they sp- broke from the Amish and that oh, was sure. happening in German and then oh, in sure. Germany and they've switched from here to there and then mm-hmm. in Pennsylvania and then they came here or some part went this way some part went that way it's very interesting because that's mm-hmm. that's kind of how this whole I mean, we started in the 1800s, and that came from that that group of people deciding to come here. I'd be interested yeah. to see how many who identify as Mennonite and actually like attend regularly a Mennonite church. Oh, I think it's it's very yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of people who identify that they. It's like it's almost like Judaism. Yeah, or something. so I was about to say yeah. Jews and then practicing Jews. Yeah, yeah. it's those two different things. They're part of the community. Because I can think of several just without even trying of people who are like, oh yeah, I'm Mennonite, but they don't. You know, you can be an atheist mm-hmm. Mennonite. Yeah. Which is really kind of an interesting thing. Mm-hmm. And I remember talking with, um, this is actually when I was in Southern Indiana, and I got kind of cornered by like a Baptist guy. And he was, uh, it was a Baptist pastor. <sighs> and we were talking about, he's like, you know, you have to like personally identify as a Christian. I'm like, and I was talking about in, in the Middle East, you know, you can be a Christian and be an atheist. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's so much of like a tribal idea, like in, mm-hmm. in, in, in Lebanon and in, in, in Syria. Not to say I don't I don't pretend to make windows into people's souls, but like um, the idea of like an ethno religious identity is, is 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 big throughout the world and maybe not in his own mind. He's like there's no such thing as God's grandchildren, only God's children. <laughs> Who yeah. are you, man? <laughs> that's a funny that's a funny statement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that is a little well, lot. he wanted he wanted me to be a Baptist, which I don't know why yeah. he'd want me. You know, I didn't want I didn't want him. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's what, what happens when you go into denominations where it's like this yeah. is the only pathway to God. It gets yeah. a little scary when you can only go through one avenue. So, uh, so yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to get into it. we don't have to go because <laughs> yeah. there's a, there's an element to that too. But I mean, we don't. That's this isn't here there, nor there. But, here nor there. Here nor there. Yeah, it, it is very. Um, yeah, I see that especially in this area. Sometimes you. People think that they have the answer because they're part of this. Oh, but I, I see a lot of acceptance. I see a lot of of, of goodwill and yeah. uh, and especially for the minutes. Yeah, for well, sure. From everybody. I yeah. mean, um, acceptance of of. I feel like in many circumstances, whether it's social or whether it's business or whether it's whatever, that you are judged by who you are, not by what you are. Mm. And so it's it's your it's a own personal judgment. Yeah, it's yeah. Not a, like oh, that guy's awful, and it doesn't, you know. Yeah, it's not. Oh, those Mennonites are the worst, or, or those, yeah. you know, or whatever Mexicans, or, or whoever it may be. Yeah, yeah. 
But those Russians, those Ukrainians, <laughs> those Greek Orthodox, the, the, you know, yeah. there's such a those the, podcasters. There's, there's <laughs> such an openness and uh, and and yeah, there's a sense of, of of goodwill, and I think that that really does foster like a sense of community. We're all this together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, Commonwealth, I totally Commonwealth, definitely. I totally agree. I, I, that's the one thing I really do like about Goshen is, mm-hmm. is you. It's the community. It's the people around you. You, you have friends who are walks different different walks of life, mm-hmm. and you learn from all that too. Sure. You know, and that's one thing growing up here, and just you know, just the that diversity of it. It's sick. So. Yeah, you meet people from all kinds of interesting. And complicated places. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting and complicated people from all sorts of different places. Alright, so I to to jump off of this to a totally different subject. Sure, sure. Uh what's your probably favorite bar in Goshen? Oh. It's tough, right? It is, it is tough. It is and tough. And it has it changed? I think it's changed for me. From year to year it kinda of changes. And then mm. it also depends on the mood too. Well it depends on the time of year as well. Yeah. I mean there's strengths to different ones. Uh you know the, What's your go to right now? I mean I'm gonna be going to the Constant Spring right now the host yeah. trivia yeah. but uh, um, I like the I mean I like different aspects of the different ones so I like uh, in the summertime especially the the brewery is really wonderful I mean it's, it's wonderful in, in other times and I'm really glad they have the, the hall set up now Yeah. but uh, the lawn is fantastic and to watch a movie there it's amazing to go see when there was oh what was it like Princess Bride and there'll be hundreds of people there yeah it's cool and there'll be like Towns that try to do that and are not as successful as mm-hmm. as a private enterprise is with that. Yeah, Jesse does a great job of. Oh, absolutely. Jesse's do yeah. a great job. Yeah, um, I like the porch at Elephant. I, I do karaoke sometimes there too. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, we do a Love Shack is kind of like the uh, the go to. <laughs> it's a strong karaoke song. Oh, and it's I'm good very move. strong at it. Either that or or added up by the Violent Femmes. You know. <laughs> <laughs> an entertainer oh you know it can't help myself yeah Um, yeah elephant bar is very cool i like that's added a new perspective to goshen's bar and i love sort of the uh the the common spirits like when in the back with the ivy and everything yeah um it's gonna the fall lighting oh yeah it's it's beautiful especially when there's nobody there but that's that's rare it's a very popular place yeah um but i'm i'm happy to see all of them and uh i think that they all kind of have their various strengths yeah what do you think about hacienda big one (laughs) Hacienda, my dad loves Hacienda. Yeah. <laughs> loves it there. I think some people think that is a bar. <laughs> <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't go to the bar, but he, he loves Hacienda. Yeah, yeah Hacienda. <laughs> it's something, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. What, uh, what's your time? I don't want to be running over. It's almost eight. Is that, are we good still? What time do you have to? I can give, I can give you another five minutes. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Give us a solid. Give us a solid hour of content. I, yeah, just, I know. Well, awesome. I told you I'll give you. I'll give you an hour of content. I don't know if I'm yeah. going to be able to do all that, but yeah. Um, appreciate being on here though this is great yeah. now well, well I have a couple more questions sure, sure. yeah so uh, Bryce and Neptune where are other things like what are, is this going to be more and more shows coming out are you still are you going to be doing more music this way or like what is what's the future of that we'll probably be doing uh, we're going to be doing some more recording we'll probably be out ooh, probably spring to be realistic it might yeah. even be early summer do you have different things stewing right now in different directions that you want to sure go? yeah um you, you're talking about with with the band or yeah yeah um and maybe music i mean we'll be okay so yeah just coming right up on december 1st we're gonna be playing at uh at the uh tis the season thing at uh at uh ignition 
Okay. The, I think it's a benefit for, I don't know what the charity is this year. I'm sorry. I'm sure it's a great charity, yeah, though. Sure it's great, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, I think on the 7th, December 7th, the date which will live in infamy, of course, mm-hmm. we're going to be playing um, at yeah. uh, Elephant Bar. So be on the lookout for Pearl that. Harbor, we'll right? time. Pearl Harbor, Pearl Harbor. Pearl Harbor, yeah. 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 We will be observing that by playing at Elephant Bar. <laughs> <laughs> Drinking for the troops. Yeah, well, yeah. always. I uh, always do. Um, and uh, so, so do we. Uh, we <laughs> always do. <laughs> always do. That's our, that's our go-to test. Oh, for the you troops. know. Yeah. I, I say to, uh, what is it? Uh, uh, a gentle winter and an early spring. That's kind of my thing. Yeah. Because oh. I think the troops would want that as well. Right. No. Yeah. <laughs> whether in uniform or out of it, yeah. whether uh, you know, I think they would want a gentle winter and an early spring. So uh, yeah, and um, we probably an art house thing coming up in the next few months. Yep. Um, typically, we'll do that uh, twice a year. Uh, it gets really vague really quick. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, no, we're. Uh, we have a lot of fun, and I think people have fun when they come see us. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely a different, it's definitely a, a, a show, and not a listen. You know, yeah. Yeah, well, it's both, but the show is the best part. Yeah, of it. you know, yeah, you time. can listen on Spotify, which I have um, the the stripper pole downloaded on my save. <laughs> I listen to it very often. I also have got my little brothers who are both like fourteen and and, uh-huh. and just turned eighteen, fifteen and eighteen. Uh-huh. They listen to it as well, and my oh. mom is not happy. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell her the story behind it. Maybe maybe she'll hate it even more. I, I hope know. so. <laughs> Wonderful woman. That's unacceptable. <laughs> Awesome, dude. So I, I, I kind of want to know. I mean, we're getting close on time, so sure, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll do. But like, what's the next moves for Adrian? Are you just you're gonna build your garden a little bit deeper? Sure, here, I got or? I got something in play with the city. If it if it pulls off, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a, a way for me to set my mark in a positive way. Okay. Um, I don't wanna I don't wanna say anything. Yeah, no, no, no. Um, keep it low key. I know what it is. It's a brass statue in front it's of the It's a brass statue of yep. me. Yep. Um, as right. Neptune. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're going to replace the head of Neptune with my body. <laughs> I'd be a okay with It'll that. be like a centaur of me, but coming out of the neck of like a Neptune. human <laughs> centaur. Yeah, like like an, Man, a centaur that's wait. coming out of the neck of a god. <laughs> it's just beautiful. Do you? Did, I, this is just struck ah, me. What's up? That the 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 actual statue was given to yeah by a, someone yeah. who was from Greece yeah right? he was the uh, he uh, he uh, started the Olympia Candy Kitchen yeah. and uh, he was so uh, overwhelmed by enamored like, with yeah. with uh, with the love that he had experienced in the city that he decided he was going to give them this and they were like. Uh, Sure, <laughs> but right, almost yeah. like right in front of. Yeah, Olympia. it was, it was, and um, it was, and it, he was also a Goshen eccentric because uh, who would want to put a statue of Poseidon in front of a landlocked county? But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know who did that guy? <laughs> we have lakes here. Yeah, right. Maybe uh, okay. Lakes. I suppose not Maybe really. You, you, if you yeah. squint and turn your head just yeah, right, Fiddler's Pond and uh, yeah, if you exactly. if you squint really hard and turn your head just yeah. right, maybe you that other one that's uh, thirteen, yeah, yeah that one. Yeah, there we go. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. So yeah, gonna make your mark and and. But it'll be uh, within that'll probably be by the new year that I'll know whether that's gonna work out. But uh, cool. hopefully, fingers crossed. Uh, I got I got a I got a big thing coming on that's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a good thing. I, I dig it, dude. <laughs> I, I just like you're very creative. You have a lot of creative thank you, thank out, you. outlets, and 
just from even like the the chalk work that you did with uh, R2D2. Oh, that was uh, yeah. So I designed it. Brian Worledge was the one that actually painted it on there. Yeah, but you designed like that was your yeah. your distinct mark. And then the stuff that you do for Brides of Neptune, where you sure. take the Poseidon statue and turn it into a beer. Oh yeah, yeah. The yeah. stuff that you post on Facebook, you're very creative and you're Thank very you. popping it out. And and you Goshen eccentric is like a very <laughs> perfect way. Local of, local eccentric is. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. So thank you. Thank you. Uh, stream all Brides of Neptune on on Spotify, Apple Music. Can they uh, purchase Apple. that anywhere? Can Can um, we purchase that? Where can we purchase your music? You can. You can. Is it on iTunes? You can donate to love. Okay. Yep. yep. <laughs> it's beautiful. Donate to the cause of love. All right. Worldwide. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right. All right. That is it. Thanks for having yeah, me. Yeah, thanks for coming. Absolutely. Thanks. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in to another Timmons podcast. I definitely had a blast. I hope you had a blast as well. Really enjoyed talking to Adrian and just kind of hearing a little bit more about him and the things he's doing. Make sure to check him out on Spotify and, and see what he's doing locally here. Uh, maybe visit one of his shows. You guys will not regret it. It's a lot. It's a lot of fun. He has some very unique music, and um, I bump his music semi regularly on my uh, on my Spotify. So I love local artists doing local things, and what Adrian is is you know just doing big things. So absolutely love that. So yeah, give him a follow, and um, I'm I'm excited to bring out more and more people that I'm talking to, and and I have a bunch lined up here for you. Uh, just having conversation after conversation so uh, love that absolutely love that I hope you guys do too so here's the time that I normally do a shout out so I want to give a shout out to my buddy Aaron Duncan uh, Aaron Duncan is uh, he's been a buddy of mine for a long time and he is absolutely crushing it with um, arm wrestling and so um, he has some pretty big lineups coming up and he's competed in some pretty ma- uh, massive arm wrestling tournaments and so he's doing big things so i just want to give him a shout out uh, guys uh, if you ever want to contact me follow me um, on twitter at nymphs tj and i am tztj uh, and then also timmins podcast on twitter as well if you want to shoot me some info um, dm me and my email is timmins podcast at gmail.com all right everyone you guys have an awesome week an awesome day really solid hour a good next couple of minutes so catch you next time <laughs> all right bye